Welcome to episode 55 of The Kraken Pod, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans. Those new and old to hockey and hockey fans looking to have some fun along with you, we try to go into what lies beneath when it comes to everything Seattle Kraken and the NHL. It's nice to be sitting on top of this league, I tell you what. Here's what we'll talk about in this episode. Shinny Hockey in L.A. That was nuts. Gru is back and shining, going full splits and everything. Zebras, what the hell? We got hosed by those guys. Return of Shane Wright. And Spotify wrapped. A big thank you to the Kraken Pod fam. And thank you for listening to this thing. Let's get into it right away. Episode 55 of The Kraken Pod. My name is Jeff Janusic. This is my friend and co-host, Joey Cirillo. How are you? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm good. It's, uh, gosh, it feels it feels good to be a Kraken fan. <laughs> Can we insert, like, a, it feels it good to be a, good. a gangster? Yeah, we yes. should We should insert that. Yeah, we should. Are we allowed to do that? Are we, we going to get, like, a copyright infringement or anything like that? Can I we think, just insert music? I think technically, Damn, it feels good to be a for podcasts, if, we, if we're talking about it, like, in a news style, you mm-hmm. can play, like, 15 seconds of it. Okay. But I don't know, like, you know, Brandon, who had Producer podcast, Brandon. Yeah, yeah we'll ask I mean, him. You put it in there if you can, at this moment, right here. Okay. Gangster. So we don't know. <laughs> we don't know if he did it or not, because this is po- it's post-production. So I don't, anyway, uh, here it is. It's Tuesday. We're recording the podcast, The Crack and Play Tonight, which we're pretty uh, fired up about. And I think we should just get right into it. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. We got our three stars. We got no dumb questions. Let's go. Let's get into it. Welcome to your Kraken Reaction. Can't wait to find out if Brandon put that song in there. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm more, yeah, I'm more excited. That's all I can think about right now is if he's going to play that song or not. Or he's like, "What are you guys doing? Please stop making me do these things." <laughs> don't work that if you can't, dude. Don't don't even don't even put it in there. Don't even work that hard. Gangster. So uh, here here we go. We're sitting almost at the top of the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. We're right there. We are just a few points behind the Golden Knights, who uh, had a big win last night, Monday night, in Boston. Did they? They did beat I the did Boston not, Bruins. I did not watch that game. Son of a bitch. And okay. I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure it was in Boston. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure the score was 4-3. So that was awesome because like two, two big-time teams had a really great game. Yeah. And, and the Golden Knights, I mean, I wanted them to lose. But, I mean, really, I hate the Bruins, too. So I mean, we're looking at a potential Stanley Cup final matchup, too. So that's a pretty sweet little preview, a quarter way into the season. This is nuts, but like, th- if you haven't fully accepted and enjoyed this ride to the top so far. Yeah. You've, it's time. It is time to just fully enjoy it. Stop thinking in disbelief. Like, this team is solid. They've proven to us that they're a really great team. They are a top, arguably five. They are a top five team in the NHL, and yeah. they just keep doing it. And even the losses are close and tight. They rebound. Yes. You know, unless we go on a major skid, which knock on... No, why would you even... Okay, knock on something. Sorry, good I knocked vi- on your good wall. Good vibes only. Yeah. Shoot. The, <laughs> did your neighbor's dog just bark? Probably. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, sorry about that. I hope I didn't start a war. Anyway, so the, the, the Kraken are, are sitting um, in second place in the Pacific Division with 33 points. Uh, the Golden Knights are at 39 points. The Stars, who uh, have 33 points in the Central Division, mm-hmm. they're right up there. The Jets have come on uh, uh, recently, and then the Packers. Wild, too, are pretty solid. And the Avs are back there. Um, anyway, Western Conference, not as good as the Eastern Conference, but we're sitting pretty much in second place right now in the mm-hmm. Western Conference. And it feels great, man. This is so awesome. I love what the Kraken are doing. We got to go backwards and talk about what yes. happened last week. Yes, which we was do. 
absolutely bonkers, and we should start with that shinny hockey, which is basically pond hockey. One of the shinniest games I've ever seen. Super shinny. <laughs> super shinny. Uh, so basically pond hockey, and that's what it was. Is yes. like, you know, pond hockey scores are never uh, two to one. It's, it's, it's out of control scoring nonstop. Yes. That game set records. That game was out of control. A 9-8 win mm-hmm. against the Kings. Wow. Where do we start? Watching this game, and this was an interesting kind of dynamic that I never really thought of, but watching this game and us obviously having this podcast, as I'm watching it, the whole time I'm thinking, how in the fuck are we going to talk about this on the podcast? Because so many things were happening. It's like, oh, got to rewrite that. Got to change that around. So I just made some notes on some of the records that were broken because if we go into everything that went on this game, it would be a two-hour-long podcast. It was way too much. Jeff's getting phone calls. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. (laughs) So, yeah, the Kraken win 9-8. It's in overtime. It was the highest scoring game in the NHL this season. Like you mentioned, 17 total goals. Uh, Here's the fun fact. Since the expansion era, which is 1967-1968, it is only the sixth game ever to have at least 17 goals. And the last time this happened was October 27, 2011, when the Peggers beat Philly 9-8. It's been 11 freaking years since we've seen a game as insane as this. I appreciated what you did, the video. I think you posted it to our TikTok and even our Twitter where like it was the goal horn just back and forth and you being like, oh, shit. I mean, it was insane. It was so impossible to keep up with. We had three players that were on Hattie Watch. Uh, Beneers, Canner, and Burakovsky all had two goals apiece. Uh, Jonathan Quick was pulled early in the second in the second period. And then Cal Peterson goes in there. He gives up four goals on 16 shots. And the next day, they put him on waivers. <laughs> this game was so fucking crazy that a goalie lost his job. See you, dude. <laughs> yeah, so, I don't know. I, those are all the notes that I have for this game. Again, we can we can talk about this for 30 minutes. I don't think you really need to. I honestly, like, I want, like, men in black. I want, I want to forget this game. I want to erase it from my memory because as... Fun as it was to watch, it it was shinny hockey, which we will go into later. It wasn't it wasn't a quote unquote good hockey game. And the funny part is it ended on a really weird note because LA forgot that it was overtime. They had too many men on the ice. So then the next thing you know, cracker on the PP, and then we score in overtime and the game's over and it's nine to eight. I'm like, what in the hell? Like from start to finish, nothing made sense. It was crazy hockey. Big PP energy. Mm-hmm. And I forgot who said it. I, mean, I did not take good game notes. But uh, after the game, it was basically, who said this? It was, and look, if you're listening, remind us uh, of who this was. Maybe I'll go find it, but probably won't. Uh, they basically said, hey, look, we both played horribly. Luckily, yes. they, the, the Kings played more horribly than we did. Yes. And that's the truth. That's true. That was it. Was Haxel? Haxel said it. Haxel said it. That's he said, right. That's right. That's right. That's yep. Right. It was Dave Haxel. He said, "Look, we played terrible, but we're lucky that they just played a little worse than we did." So Andre, Andre Burakovsky said that that is the craziest game he's ever played in, and he's won two Stanley Cups. So think about that. That's true. <laughs> and there were a couple of guys. I think uh, Jared McCann afterwards, Father Canner, he said the same thing. He's like, "I haven't played a game like this since like middle school or, yeah. some, or something along yeah. those lines," where it's like. This game was so out of control, you don't see a 9-8 to eight game in the NHL. Again, it's been 11 years since we have seen a game with this many goals. It doesn't happen. It was entertaining, but it was also stressful. I would like to never see that again. Yeah, I agree. It was really weird. It's been a weird season in such a great way, and it was just a weird game. And, uh, you know, luckily we won because it was a Pacific Division 
battle, and we yes. the Kings are right at our heels. So I'm glad we walked away with that win, no, no matter what can happened. You, really quick, though, and I'm not trying to like spark a goalie debate, or am I? But can you imagine if Gruby was in net this night and he was the one that gave up eight goals? I'm just saying. Because like we have like this unequivocal love for Martin Jones, as we should, but we also should respect and love Grubauer equally. Dude, if he were the one that gave up eight goals this game, like fucking cracking Twitter and all that would have been lighting itself on fire. I'm just throwing that out there. You know, I'm not blaming Jones, by the way, because this game was crazy on both sides. Like part of Shinny Hockey is like a lot of times Shinny Hockey is play without a goalie. And, like, this game seemed like there were no goalies. And, I mean, Cal Peterson was placed on waivers the next day. I mean, like, it, it, that that's how insane this game I love was. that. I absolutely love yeah. that drama. That's just so <laughs> – no, I mean, look, I hope that guy's I – mean, he'll be he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be happened. fine. But, not um, rooting people to not have the work. You know, since I've been there, we've been there since the beginning, mm-hmm. I just – it's it's the weirdest thing is, like, if it was Gruen Net, I could see myself being like, oh, gosh, I don't feel too good. Yeah. I'm not sure what I think, and 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 Gru's proven that he's 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 doing great. He really is since he's yeah, come I think back. That groin's looking pretty healthy. We'll go it's into looking that pretty in a healthy, but I, you know, I, with Martin Jones, I'm like ah, no big deal, whatever. But yeah. if it was Gru, and I'm just calling myself out here, if it was Gru, I'd be like a little worried. No, but that's the thing, right? There's like this weird, like a stigma, like a con that's attached to him. That even though, like, as you're watching, like as you're watching that game, and Martin Jones is in net, and they they're going back and forth with the goals. At no point was anyone looking at the goalies being like, well, this is all a a goalie thing. For whatever it was, both teams were on the heater. Every single time one of the guys had the puck on whether, regardless of who had it, in the offensive zone, you're like, oh, shit, we're about to get scored on. And that's pretty much what happened throughout the game. But you're right. If Gru was the one that was in the net, you're like, is this happening because Grubauer's in the net? Uh, And that's kind of a weird thing that's been attached to him. We have to get rid of it. And I admit... I have that too mentally. I don't know why I do, but I'm trying to move past it in my head. He deserves better. So, strange game. We win. Yes. Move on to Thursday. And I want to say, although my gambling streak is definitely over. Yeah, by the way, I kind of blame you for what happened against Florida. I'm going to talk about that when we get into the Florida game. I kind of blame you. You you jinxed the Kraken. I'm an idiot. That's why. Um, (laughs) We'll explain that in a second. But I did say this. I did say this. I think uh, in the last podcast episode, looking ahead to the week, I said, I think we'll beat the Kings. And I think we're going to lose to one of these these teams in the Eastern Conference. Uh Thursday against the Caps was not that game. It was was not not that that game. game. That was... That was... I think that goal, I'm jumping ahead to the OT goal. The Beneers seven seconds in. That goal was mm-hmm. the, the best, I think the arguably the best goal. One of the best goals, maybe not, maybe not the most important goal, but one of the best goals in Seattle Kraken history. Why do you say that? Because that goal, okay, so first of all, the context is we win 3-2 in overtime. We'll talk a little bit about the, the, the regular, you know, the, uh, the actual the, game. The actual game, yeah. right? Um, that was a ode to what this team is, which was okay. go out and seize the day. Carpe diem, Maddie Beneers, and the team. The puck gets dropped in overtime, and the flood, the flood of Kraken players, Maddie Beneers and Berkey, mm-hmm. they just flood. They just this. Just flood the puck. Yes. Berkey kind of like makes it happen and it co- pops right out to, to Maddie Beneers and he just finishes it. Yeah. And what was awesome about that was it was all effort. It was all effort. Mm-hmm. Like the skill of obviously just like picking apart five hole yeah. and scoring a great goal, but it was all effort. It was like, let's go out and, and just, just win yeah. this game. We're going to end it right now. In fact, it happened so fast that it was Jaden Schwartz so that he was getting a drink of water and he looked up and the game was over. So it's, it's confidence. It was effort. It, all those things. They've got the talent, obviously. So that goal to me was 
three things, and I think that's what the Seattle Kraken are and why they're so good is confidence. They were confident enough to just go for it, Mm -hmm. right? They uh, were talented enough to pull off that awesome goal. Mm -hmm. And then the effort, the effort was just like full-on, nonstop driving force. That's 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 probably my favorite goal so far for the Seattle Kraken. It might be mine too. It's certainly up there. I haven't really thought about like my favorite goals overall, but that one, just like the feeling it gave me, like the elation and just how it went down. And like you said, it was an all effort goal. The the Burakovsky, like tipping it to Maddie and just completely rushing off the, I mean, it was seven seconds in. Players were literally getting a drink of water, being like, all right, here we go. And, oh, wait, what? Like, yeah. I mean, that's how fast it happened. It was incredible. Um, I don't want to take all the credit for winning this game, though, but I sacrificed my body to turn the vibes around in the middle of the game. I don't what? know if you saw it. Oh, no, see, now, no, look, full context is yes. I'm just... I'm wiped, man, these days, and I can't You're good. stay up for these games. I fall asleep at the second period, and yes, you did. So the Kraken were down 2 nothing going into the second period, and the vibes were weird. And I said, you know what? Yanni Gord is sacrificing his body. He fought TJ Yoshi. Or Oshi, sorry, I always fuck. I always call him Yoshi for some reason. TJ Oshi. Um, but I was like, I'm going to sacrifice my body too. I'm lactose intolerant. And I decided that for the Kraken, I'm going to get a large pizza with extra cheese, and stuffed crust. I didn't do it for the pizza, not because I wanted to eat pizza. I did it for the Kraken. So good vibes only. So if you, so that has nothing to do. You just nothing wanted to, do to have me. cheese yeah. pizza. No, you you did it for the. So you I, feel like I if sacrifice you sacrifice my body, if yeah. you eat dairy, that's yes. like hey, yeah. it's over for me. Okay, I'm, sa- like, well, I'm sacrificing myself for yeah. the Kraken. So like exactly, that, that wasn't a like craving. No, not at all. Nothing to do with that. Nothing to do with the craving. Zero. Did not want pizza at uh, all. I get it. I yeah. get it. I see. Thank you for your your You're sacrifice. Welcome. I I appreciate that. Um, if the Kraken want to cut me a check, I will send them my address. You know, but I did. They can I, play your pay your like plumbing bill. That would be fantastic. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I probably should check that out. But, uh, yeah, so you know what? Uh, it, was, it was a sacrifice on my end. I, and I decided, you know what? It's time to turn the vibes around. I'm doing this strictly for the vibes, nothing else. And I got the pizza. And guess what happened? The crack ended up coming back from behind. And guess who freaking scores the goal with 227 left in the third period? It's Yanni Gord after fighting TJ Oshi. It goes into overtime, and then Manny Beneers does his thing. And the Kraken win their seventh win in a row. New franchise record. Didn't you have a beer, too, when that happened? Which game did you have a beer? I did have a beer. You did have a beer because I saw that. Oh, yeah. After he scored that goal, you had a beer. I was peer pressured into it. I was peer pressured into it. But it's, it's, we're not, when, hey, look, you listening, seeing you tweet about beers for veneers and then the beers start, like, we see the pictures on Twitter. Like, it is, like, I, I'm usually watching in bed while everybody's sleeping. Yes. I want, I, I want to get up so badly and go drink a beer. <laughs> and like, and then go to sleep and have crazy dreams. But um, I, 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 I was going to, okay, I was uh, in full discretion. Here's how it happened. I was going to call it a night. I was like, holy shit, I'm fucking jacked up right now. The Kraken just won in overtime. Maddie, beers for veneers, doing his thing. And then I start getting some tweets or some chatter on Facebook. And it's like, hey, you're going to shotgun a beer? Because I made the mistake. This is a great mistake. But I made the mistake of saying, if Matt, in the last game, when the nine to eight game, Maddie had two goals, and I said if Maddie gets his first Hattie, I'm shotgunning a beer for beers for Beneers. I feel like I have to. I have to celebrate the kid. Well, he doesn't get the Hattie, but then two days later, he gets the goal in overtime, and everyone's like, "All right, so you're gonna shotgun a beer for Maddie?" I'm like, "You know what? Let's do this." So I think it was like midnight central on a school night, on a school night nonetheless. And yes, I did end up shotgunning a beer for Maddie Beneers. I was very tired when I did it. It wasn't my best shotgun. There was some spillage in the beginning, and I took a video and posted it to all of our socials and all that good stuff. But, yeah, I had, I had to do it. And again, sacrificing my body from lactose intolerant, ordering a pizza, not because I wanted it, 
only for the vibes. Same with the beer. Yeah, and same with the beer. You think I want to drink a beer at midnight on a school night? I, will, I want to just go to bed. Two you things. Think I, you think I enjoy drinking beer? No, you hate it. Yeah. I know that for a fact. Okay. Uh, two things. Number one is John Forsland. When this happens this season and Maddie Beniers gets a hat trick, <sighs> is it? Is it? That's a Hattie for Maddie. Is that that, that, that has to be the has Maddie. to be it. It's either Hattie for Maddie or the Maddie Hattie. Is I kind of like the Maddie Hattie. Maddie Hattie. No, yeah. it's got to be. It's a it's a Hattie, Hattie for no, Maddie. It, quote. It's a Hattie for Maddie. Okay, that's got to be it. Yeah, that, you're right. That has to be it. From and by us saying that right yes. now, if John Forsland says that, that's us. We will credit say for it. exactly. Okay, he, we will say he listens to this. Okay. He stole it from us. Yes, he borrowed it from us because we yes. gladly would give it. to We're him. We're giving it to you, John Forsland, because we respect you. But just Forsling. acknowledge where you where you got it from. You we you would do us the honor when it happens this yeah. season. Please use it. We gift yeah. that to you. We're giving that to you. Merry Christmas. It's definitely original. It's not. It's not really easy to think of because they rhyme. Jeff and I spent a lot of time trying to think of different ways to celebrate his first his first Hattie, and that's how what we came up with. Got it. Okay, so that's number. Now the second is, mm-hmm. I don't want to get into detail. Yeah, I know we do a lot of details on the show, but a not this details. one. Did you pay the Piper? Not like Piper Shaw. I was did gonna you, say Piper Shaw. Did like, you have to pay? Moment. Did you have to pay the Piper? If you know what I'm saying. The cheese pizza. Did you have to pay the piper? Oh yeah, you did. Oh yeah, like badly. Yeah. Is it like you're like you're locked in there for a while? Let's or? just say the next morning, if there was a morning skate, I would have been. I wouldn't have been on the ice. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. It would yeah. have been like, what's going on? Lower body industry. Yeah, you had technically some, you had lower body industry. I had lower Action. body industry. Okay, that's it. That's yeah. all I need to know. That's okay. It. Hey, there thanks you for your sacrifice. You're okay. welcome. So let's talk. You know, we beat the Caps, which is great. Uh, it's great game. Really awesome game. Down to the OT win. Then the Florida Panthers. And let's set some things up here. Is like I've been in this epic run of, of making bets using the DraftKings Sportsbook app, which I love. I still do. I like how you're going to get ahead of what I want to make a note of about blaming you for this game. But yeah, please, by all means. Give me, I want to hear your I did your not excuses. check the game notes. I did not take a look. <laughs> I learned a hard lesson in gambling. And I'm really into these parlays. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, a parlay is where you pick multiple things to happen in a game. And it increases your odds and it increases your bet. So if you bet like five bucks and you pick a bunch of crazy stuff, you could win like... 20 times that, right? So, mm-hmm. anyway, I've been picking goal scorers, and I didn't check to see who was at the morning escape, mm-hmm. and I picked Morgan Geeky yes. to score a goal, mm-hmm. and then immediately got flooded with, he's out. Yeah. And once you lock in your bet, yeah. it's, it's locked. You can't change it. Now, there were a couple of notes that were made, and, and you can attest to this now, because- He was ex- listed. Yeah, he was listed. I'm going to blame DraftKings the, yeah. Sportsbook for not being on top of it. Also, yeah. too- DraftKings Sportsbook, I love you. You're a sponsor of this show. I yeah. love using your app. It's fantastic. But like you will not they will not list Maddie Beneers in the anytime goal scorer prop bet. I think he scores way too much. I mean he scored ten on the season right now. They're like, I don't want to so give that Berkey? I don't want to give that money away. So we have other people scoring. No, goals. I know. I'm just being stupid. No, uh, I know. I'm just saying like, <laughs> what's up with that, DraftKings? Wait, is maybe Maddie Beneers isn't listed yet. I don't know. Maybe they should hire us as hockey betting consultants to come in there and help them out. When it comes to picking lineups for who's going to score, Brandon, the producer, please cut this whole thing out and send it to DraftKings so we can have like uh, DraftKings hook us up with some like or at least a code or something, a bit more more code besides CHPN for like our Kraken, maybe a Kraken Pod yes. bonus or something. I like that. Send, we, if we keep asking him to do more things, he's going to ask for a bonus. Yeah, because he doesn't get paid anything. No, not at all. No. Yeah. Okay, that's like us. Okay. Anyway, so <laughs> that's what I did, and I'll take I, as you took the the. You, the win, yes. you claimed by sacrificing your body. I, I will take 
the L here, and I'll okay. blame myself for like Thank just you. stupidity, okay. which amounted to what happened in the game is is we lose five to one to yes. the Florida Panthers, and I, I will I will Jeff Januzic will take the L. It's my fault for being a dumbass. I appreciate Sorry. your honesty. I'm going to ask you a real hockey question here. Yeah. Because this happened in the first period, so I know you didn't fall asleep unintentionally, and you got a chance to see this play. That play where Stahl runs into Gruby and completely takes him out as he's sliding to his left and like makes it to where he can't slide over to his right to stop the goal. That's how Verhage scores the goal. The Kraken are like discombobulated. They score right afterwards against Verhage again. Is that goalie interference? Serious question. How was that? I guess my question is, how is that not goalie interference? I'm going to be a homer here and say, yeah. Okay. I'm going to be a homer here and say, yeah. I think objectively you can say, yeah. I mean, look, I, I, know, I realize that I cannot speak about the Kraken objectively, or at least to a certain degree. But when I look at that play, as a new hockey fan still, I'm looking at that and I'm like, okay, I don't quite understand every single fucking rule of the game. It's not like football where I've been watching it my entire life. But if I see a goalie slide over to one side to make a play, and then he goes to slide back to his other side to make a play, and a dude just fucking trucks him and rolls him over and stops him from doing that, and as a result, the other team scores, I'm trying to understand how that's not goalie interference. I just, I don't get it. Unless, like, it's one of those things where, they just determined in their head like they were going to score no matter what there. So it's kind of like him running into the goalie is just a whatever part of the play. That's the only thing to me that makes sense. It's like when it's like when there's uh, like a wide receiver on the field going for a ball and the cornerback takes him out and everyone's like, why isn't that pass interference? And look at the ball like, oh, well, the ball was 15 yards away. So there's no way the guy was going to catch it. So therefore, it's not pass interference. Maybe like the goal is going to happen no matter what. Therefore, it's not goalie interference. I don't know how to how to think about this. There can be a little bit of that. Um, you know, I'm going to have to watch it again and really kind of look into that context there. I think they got hosed, and it's it's a it's like uh, if we're doing the football deal. Yes, it's kind of, goalies typically get a little bit of the lean there because like, yeah, like the quarterback, like the quarterback yeah, does. They, they, but as they should, right? Which is another reason why I'm like, how the fuck is Gruby not getting this call? Like he's home ice and he's the goalie. I don't understand. I'm trying to wrap my, wrap my head around it because he's been playing so freaking good. We didn't even mention like the split save that he did against the Caps, which is by far the best save I've ever seen. Minus like the Martin Jones two pad stack windmill. Yeah. Um, but anyways, he's been playing out of his freaking mind, and I think he got he gets robbed here, and it kind of set the tone for the entire game. Maybe what happened was the refs got like a, a text message from the league. I knew it. Here we go. Basically saying, "Hey, Jordan Bennington's destroying everybody, and being a complete How asshole. A complete you. asshole. <laughs> Every goalie tonight because of Jordan Bennington. Let him, let him get destroyed. It's his fault. He's he's pulling the." So we got to stop protecting these goalies so much because Jordan Bennington's just just destroying everybody so much. So you know his, what you're doing. You're his trying, own coach you're trying to trigger me. His own coach you see said a big he's got red a, button in front of you, and you're just you're you saw what happened. The you're Blues coach it. said, "Hey, he's got to knock that that shit off." <laughs> anyway, I, I think it was we definitely were the victim of some bad officiating that night. Now, yes, yes we were. Were we the five one victim? You know, but it, it definitely you made a great point of like momentum, goal scoring, bad calls. It just yeah. look, it kind of set the tone for the entire. I mean, Verhage scored again right after that. It felt like the fans, uh, the players were kind of like, what the hell's going on? You know it's getting bad when at one point in the game, I think it was the missed call when Vince Dunn gets cross-checked, like right in the like his upper back, lower neck area. They, for somehow, like right in front of a linesman, they don't see it. 
Dunner and the guy starts going back and forth. The next thing you know, they're on a power play and they score again. You know what's really bad when Hack is showing emotion? Like, Hack is, like, on the bench and he is screaming at the lines, which, by the way, I freaking love. I'm a fan of when this guy shows some emotion. But it's also kind of a sign of, like, shit's going south. And when Hack is yelling, there's a problem. But it's also one of those things where it's like, you're going to have to try to overcome that somehow. I don't know, man. Listen, I'm not going to be – I don't like to be the person who looks at refs and goes, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it's, if it's a conspiracy theory. We can joke about that all day long. But at the end of the, at the, end of the game, I'm looking at it, and I'm just like, I feel like they got kind of hosed, man. It's kind of hard not to watch that game and think they weren't hosed to a degree. Five to one, I don't know. But anyways. I think this is I'm going to move on to the games that are coming up. Yes. And I'm going to say tonight, okay? So, like, you might be listening to this on Wednesday. We're not sure when it's going to launch, but... uh, It'll be tonight. It'll be... So, basically, uh, the Tuesday game versus Montreal at Climate Pledge, I think this is a must-win. I agree. It's a bounce-back game. Yes. And I want to see a really good effort. The, 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 The game on Saturday against the Panthers, it needs to be, let's forget it, Put it all behind us. I agree. Just like literally, what? So if the Kraken can clean the slate and come in and put out a great effort against the Canadians tonight, then I think that we're good. And I, I, and the, the loss was great. Some team I agree. Loss, right. But so that's good. But here's the thing, and I, I agree with what you said earlier about like the losses being like palatable. This loss to me, as shitty as it was, is palatable because I look at this game and I go, you know what, like. This wasn't a 5-1 loss by the Seattle Kraken. I think this is a game that the team can have short-term memory and move on from. And if I have to make one positive note about the uh, about Florida, aside from the refs kind of fucking over the Kraken, Spencer Knight had 36 freaking saves. I mean, the dude the dude stood on his head for the entire game. So we got to give them some credit. Yep. Yeah, yeah. A loss is a loss. Let's try to move on from it. It's and a good we, team trying to figure themselves out. It is a good team trying to figure themselves out. And guess what? We're going to have a revenge game coming up. We're, we're going to get into that in a second. So I think uh, here's one thing that I'm zooming out, looking at the week coming up. I think if the Kraken can keep winning weeks, mm-hmm. coming out with the winning week, I think we're definitely going to make playoffs. I mean, like, I, I just... As I said at the beginning, I'm enjoying this run. I'm enjoying this ride. But I'm also, yes. I'm paying attention to the fact is that, hey, the wheels could fall off. Although, the skates could although fall off. I, the I'm skates knocking on wood off. again. You keep saying these negative things. I know. Well, I'm just putting it out there. So here's <laughs> what I'm thinking. Like me right now. I'm thinking about this is we got Montreal, right? Yeah. And then the Caps again and Florida. And I don't like the vibes of that quick rematch. Like no, back to back weeks. I don't like that. Like we play literally in the same order. We play the Capitals. And then Florida this week. Yeah, it's weird scheduling. Weird Looking vibe. at this week, I'm like, what is going on here? And like, even the days are a little bit off, but they have to travel across the country. So going into tonight against Montreal, the Canadians are, they've got, they're right there at 500, like 12, 11, and whatever. 12, 11, and 2. Yep. yep. And they, um, they've lost two in a row. Let's make it three. Let's make it three. But they're, they're a young, talented team. Mm-hmm. And they've got something going on. They could, right? Yeah. They could. They started off hot being the season and they kind of, tailed off so hopefully we can keep that going but big news for the the kraken tonight is well the canadians are missing one young talented player and that guy's name is shane wright because he is a seattle kraken that's right and he is returning to the fucking team tonight and haxel said in advance that he is going to play so Good. let's freaking go i Good. think this is this is like the juice this is what how we need to turn the page against that 5-1 loss, and we need to get on track. So I agree. I think this is a must win. I think the return of Shane Wright going against a team that people thought was going to draft him 
uh, in Climate Pledge before they go on the road trip. I think it's a must win. I'm looking forward to the Kraken winning tonight. I think it's going to happen. That's a chess energy move I by Haxel and agree. the coaching staff. Yes. by Because you know he's pissed. Chess not checkers, bitch. You sent him off to Coachella to get all that confidence. Yeah. Right? And now he's going to play. And he and, lit it up, by the way. He did. And we're going to see what... Now, here's my prediction. is I don't think Shane will stay with the club for the rest of the season. I could be wrong. I'm going to say this because... Let's see what happens tonight. I want him to, everybody wants him to come in, and he wants to come in and, and give a big F you to the Canadians, which is so awesome by the crack. And this, yeah. this is drama. This is what the league needs is fun stuff to, like, I'm watching no, that for I agree. his first shift. He's going to be flying. What's going to happen? Yeah. But I'll say this, though, is, you know, Coachella, love the Firebirds, but that league they're in is just, like, Shane Wright is mm-hmm. automatically the best player in the league. So, like, he's, I, I could see him going off, like, you know, basically going to, like, uh, somewhere else. Right in the in the farm system. Okay. Right. So he could be like th- with the checkers or something like that. But anyway, I don't think he's gonna. I don't know. I don't think he's gonna stay with the club full time. But I love the move tonight. Shane Wright returns at Climate Pledge Arena. You know the barn's gonna be going nuts. The Canadians are original six team. Super cool. I don't know. Have the Canadians been to Climate Pledge yet? I'm not sure. I'm trying Maybe. to remember. I'm not sure, actually. Big time energy. Maybe at some point last season, but I try to forget that, too, because that season was not, not the most fun. I think the Kraken win. I'm going to put Ebbs on the score sheet for tonight. I think he's uh, getting a goal. I'm going to put that in my, my parlay. You're not going to uh, go Shane Wright to get a goal against Montreal, his first in the NHL? You know, I should look at the prop bet. I'm at, that's how I was pulling up right now as we were talking. <laughs> um, were you doing that? <laughs> yeah. I should look to see because if Shane Wright's listed see. and Maddie Beneers is still not listed, I'm gonna have to write to the admins of DraftKings Sportsbook. You need I'm to sure, write about right. They'll get right back to me. Yeah, I'll write about right. I'm sure they'll get right back to me totally. But I'm gonna look into that anyway. So Montreal tonight, uh, totally pumped for that game. Then we've got this weird back to back, not back to back, but like the back to back rematches. Friday against the Capitals in Washington, and then Sunday in Florida against the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what to think about this. I'm kind of leaning towards... I'm kind of leaning towards lose to the Caps, beat beat the Panthers. That's actually exactly how I'm feeling. Okay. Um, really quick here. I have the odds pulled up. Two notes. They have Matty Beneers listed. So you can pick Matty Beneers to score tonight against Montreal. Um, as a first goal scorer, he's listed at plus 1,500. And at any time score, he's at plus 210. And guess what? They have Shane fucking right on there too. Shane Wright, first goal scorer, he's at plus 2,000. Or any time goal score for Shane Wright tonight against Montreal, he is plus 320. So there you go. If you want to do a straight-up bet, you can do Shane Wright to score any time tonight plus 320. Wait, I I might do that. Just put like a dollar on on first first goal score Shane Wright. As long as you do your good vibes parlay of the night before the game and don't jinx the team, you know, I think we'll be good to go, man. Because you did that against Florida. Wait, what did you say the odds for first goal score was Shane Wright? Plus 2,000. I got plus 1,800. Oh, what the hell? Okay, I'm going to put, I'm looking at it right now. Wait a second. Oh, it's a parlay. Okay, I see. Uh, and we'll work on that. Okay, so I'm, I'm into that. I'm into that. I'm going to make that bet later on. I'm doing some of a podcast. So anyways. Oh, right. I like that. But no, I, I do. <laughs> I do feel the same way. I feel like um, I can see a loss against the Caps and a win against uh, Florida happening. And I think we both feel that way because of how last week's games went. I mean, the Capitals, I mean, they didn't quote unquote have us, but being down two nothing in the second period, I guess a team with some veterans on it, you think we're going to lose and the Kraken find a way to pull that off. And then against Florida, I just hope the team is pissed off. I, I know they, they played better than a 5-1 loss. Would they have still lost that game if it weren't for the, the linesman missing some calls and whatever? 
maybe. Um, but I think the Kraken are going to remember that and go into that game with the chip on their shoulder and take care of business. So if they if they come away from those two games one and one, I'm very happy with that. They were ten one and one in November, dude. Like. The vibes of the Kraken are super high. We got to keep them rolling into in December, which is why I do agree. I think the I think the game against Montreal is big. Get another W and then hit the road. We do need to keep it going because some teams in the West are starting to heat up. The Wild have won four in a row. Uh, the the uh, Predators uh, have won three in a row. Well, I might be in Nashville by the way in March. The Kraken play them back to back for some reason. The scheduling's super weird, so I might be there for those games and finally see the Kraken in person. Jesus, that is awesome. Okay, so I'm 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 looking at. You know, we've got to keep this going. We yeah. cannot lose momentum. I know. I will eat so much pizza for the team. Okay. I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. Do I need to buy you one of those, like, uh, like Grandma had, as, like, the foam toilet seat? <laughs> I, might, like I, the- I need a squatty potty. I know that much. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think you do. I don't think you need help going, right? That's not the... Well, it, but isn't it for, like, circulation and stuff? It, like, opens up so the like- pipes. Oh, that's what it does? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the, the pipes are open. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's like a kind like, of I'm like, like Mario down those pipes right Because, like, they're going with the cavemen. We're like, the, you know, the reason why cavemen oh, that's had right. great, they didn't need yeah. um, probiotics back yeah. then. Because, because they're squatting. They would squat yeah. over, a, you know. That's why they had yeah. great glutes. Yeah, like your, your pipes aren't opened up. Yeah. Well, no, okay, my my too, pipes are open. I'm just sitting weird. Also, right. I'm tall as shit. I got like daddy long legs. Like, my knees will be touching okay, my chin while I'm on the. We got to stop now. We got to stop. I'm getting from the non existent producer in the room, I'm getting the. The neck slash, like, stop it, cut it out. But uh, great transition into talking about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Look, we have so much fun with this on the show. They are definitely sponsors of the Hockey Podcast Network, which we are a part of. But, you know, I love it. It's fun. It's easy. And it's time. It is time for you to download and use the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any team and you'll get $200 in free bets if they win. I did that like a month ago. I bet on the Kraken. They won. I got my $200 in free bets. I'm still using house money right now, which is awesome. So you should do this. It's fun. And you could bet whatever you want. I have fun betting like a dollar here, dollar there, and sometimes going all in on some stuff, which, by the way, New Orleans news, I put 50 bucks on the Pelicans to win the NBA championship. Oh, pretty nice. awesome. Who are the odds on that? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good return. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Dude, they're almost first. They're, they're, if they win tonight. And no, they, they're, they're a really good and team. And the Suns lose their first in the Western Conference. Yeah, well, the issue is uh, facing the East. You have either like the Celtics or Milwaukee will have to go through. Well, if they get talk, to the finals. Let's not talk about the East. Let's not talk about the Eastern Conference. That is a, <laughs> sorry. That is an Encanto <laughs> reference in the middle of the DraftKings Sportsbook. So here's what you do. Bet five bucks. Any team, if you're a new customer, $200 in free bets. And they're same-game parlays. We've been talking about it all episode. It's so cool. You can make a bet on multiple things. I'm definitely taking Shaner to score that first goal overall tonight. Hopefully getting a big payout on that one. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It is super safe, secure. I love the security on my phone. It's super easy to sign into, but also I feel safe with it. You download it. Use the promo code THPN. That's the Hockey Podcast Network. We're proud members of that. Bet 5 bucks on any NHL team to win. If they win, you get $200 in free bets. Code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details. So I'm going to make those bets for tonight. I'm pumped. Let's go, baby. Ready to watch some hockey. Let's get into no dumb questions. We have something cool. Hit it, no dumb questions. Excuse me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. All right, here we go. You ready for No Dumb Questions? I need to explain it quickly. Okay. If you're new to the Kraken Pod, No Dumb Questions, other podcasts, they just, they, they know everything about 
the stats, the everything. They know it all, right? They know it all. And if you ask a dumb question, because maybe you're newer to hockey, they're going to laugh at you. And they're going to say, delete our podcast. And you should. And you should only listen to this one. We are idiots. And we totally love hockey. And we love people who have loved hockey for a long time and people new to hockey. So never be afraid to ask us a dumb question because we'll take care of it for you. So, Joey, what is this week's Kraken Pod No Dumb Question? All right. This is from what happened uh, last week when Allison Lucan dropped a shinny hockey reference. Everyone, including myself, for a hot second, thought she said shitty hockey on the air. It started going viral. Everyone was laughing. And she had to come back and be like, hey, guys, I said shinny hockey. And so the question is, what is shinny hockey? And so shinny hockey is an informal game of ice hockey. It is typically played with minimal equipment and no goaltender, which I think is another reason why her reference was like next level reference because this was in the 9-8 to game against the Kings. Um, also, with shinny hockey, you don't have to have a set number of players as long as uh, both teams have an equal amount of players. And some quick history with it is shinny, the word itself, is derived from the word shinty, which is a Scottish game that resembles field hockey, and the earliest reference to shinny actually came from the British Isles. So there you go. Shinny hockey, not shitty hockey. Uh, in fact, JT Brown, I think, did the same thing last year. Where he dropped a shinny hockey reference, and everyone went ape, ape shit for, you know, I love a day it. or two. So I think yeah. we should, I think if we're in, in the, uh, you know, 15 t-shirt ideas that we have that we haven't produced yet, I think we should have shitty hockey in there with like a pond. Like that shitty hockey, baby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like a pond in the background. Oh, yeah, that, cool. would be, that would be good. So here's, so <laughs> as somebody who grew up playing shinny hockey, uh-huh. shinny in my experience. Are you a shinny hockey player? I was a shinny hockey player. Okay. And uh, my experience is it, it's, it's a Canadian term. Now, I just actually looked up um, Allison's, you know, I thought she, maybe she's Canadian. She's from Columbus, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know that. So she's awesome. She is literally just like a, a, a pillar, a, a cornerstone of the Seattle Kraken. I love what she does for us. Um, I always called it pond hockey. I never called it shinny. I grew up, you know, in Metro Detroit, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think we ever called it shinny. So maybe, like, you listening, especially, too, like, you know, we got the uh, Kraken Canada. You know, we got some Canadian fans who listen to the show. Mm-hmm. Do, is it is it... You know, American is pond hockey, never called it shinny. Is it something that's maybe regional for me? Like, what do you call it? If you have played pond hockey or shinny, I'd never call like it shinny. It. But it's- I, I'm telling you that from a new fan perspective, I am choosing to go with shinny because I think it sounds makes me sound more knowledgeable. Like, I could be like an extra on an episode of Letter Kenny, just dropping like one word that I know. But it's all Canadian, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know. If I'm watching Trailer Park Boys, they're going to say probably shinny, you know shinny. what I mean? So, like, which is which I think is is the uh, the better of the Canadian um, shows that are hilarious. I know, we've talked about this before. So, um, but any, but also, too, I've never given Letterkenny, like, a good um, a, a good chance. Anyway, so I, I, I don't feel right saying shinny. Okay. Not my blood. Yeah. Don't change me. Don't okay. tread on me. Yeah. You don't like change. Don't. Get me a snake flag on a pond with a hockey stick. <laughs> Don't tread on pond hockey. That's what I'm going to say. And I'm going to say, what do we expect from a shinny hockey player? I have, I'm going to form a pond <laughs> hockey militia. Uh-huh. And I'm going to, uh, I'm totally like, I'm coming for. Sound like a very proud boy right coming now, Coming for Canadian. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I guess I set the softball up. FYI, FYI, right now it's like we're the we're the image where it's like the it's like uh, Dwayne Wade feeding LeBron James. I'm dunking in the background. You're yeah. running with the arms out like we just that was a 
beautiful alley-oop. By the way, uh, if you need to have this clarified, the Kraken Pod are being very sarcastic right now, and we are absolutely being uh, idiots, and we are saying that these people are scumbags. Is that correct? Is yeah, that, good? That, that is correct. Yes, asterisk. Correct. Yeah, little asterisk. That's some bullshit. Side note. Stop being an asshole Show to notes. people yes. based on their ethnicities. Okay, there you go. Okay, so we got to move on from this. Okay, so... Wow, we've really devolved into the depths here on the Notum questions. Um, so yeah, all right. So you ask, you answer this for us. If you played that, do you call it shinny or do you call it pond hockey? And we also need to know if you're tweeting or talking with us on social media at Crack and Bud, where you're from. I like it. Okay, all right. I so, like it. Let's move into something else, something newer to the show. It is number two, the second time we've done this. We're going to call this three stars. We're not talking about, you know, which players yeeted fish for the Kraken, which are like, Jesus, they must be going through a lot of foam fish right now. We did see Gruby eat some fish after the, the 3-2 win against the Caps. That was pretty sweet. That was pretty sweet. I'm, 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 ha- I'm so happy he to He deserves see to eat that fish. He does. He does. But our three stars is a little different on the Kraken pod. This is where we are just, you know, just giving props to things in our life or things that we're into right now. And that's our three stars for the week. So, Joey, I think, did you like what we did last yeah, week? Yeah, I like it. We'll go with that We format. started with number three. Uh, who started last week at number three? I think you did. That was me. You go first this week. All right. So, let me uh, pull up my list here because I totally lost it. But my, my, my three stars of the week is, dude, the Nintendo Switch. Okay. The Nintendo, Nintendo Switch. And here's why is, um, you know, I grew up playing video games, and then I tapped out about uh, PlayStation 1. And that's why I tapped out. I haven't played wow. video games much. You were referencing that kick-ass um, zombie game or something? The Last of Us, which I actually just beat, and I might have to run it back because now I can do, like, the new game plus, which is I get to play the game through with, like, all the shit that I got from the first playthrough. So I don't have really, like, the time for it, but I would love to I would love to play through it again. So I, I'm excited about the Nintendo Switches because um, Santa is bringing Nintendo Switches for our mm-hmm. kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, so dad. you haven't told them yet? No, okay. no. And um, it's cute. They do listen to this podcast, obviously. So yeah. no, absolutely haven't. Yeah, earmuffs. Earmuffs. Santa's bringing Nintendo Switches, and dude, I'm gonna steal that shit so hard. I cannot wait to play yeah. some video. I'm like, I'm pumped to play like. I saw one of their friends playing the Zelda game that's on there. Yes. And I, dude, and please forgive me. I'm totally out of like the vernacular. Right. I know nothing about video games, you know, besides the big stuff. Yeah, I get it. And uh, I'm I'm pumped to like play some old school Super Mario. Uh, yes. You know, uh, Mario Kart. I, I guess there's like eight different Mario Karts now. We're on we're mm-hmm. on like Mario Kart eight. Mario so- Party, by the way. Get you get you some Mario Party. It, that is a game your kids and you will absolutely love. I'm is that, is right that the Mortal Kombat fighting game? No, what's, no. What's Mario Party is like you like bounce around to different like squares and like you have to like roll the dice and get numbers and you try to gather the most coins. What I like about your Nintendo Switch pick is is that the Nintendo Switch is one. I think I would say top a top tier gift that as a parent you can give your kids but also selfishly know that you are going to enjoy it as much, if not more, than they will. But everyone's happy. Like, every, like everyone's good to go with it. This is, a top, this is a top-tier gift on your end. This is, like, this is the opposite of when I was in eighth grade and I turned 13 and my stepdad got me tickets to my first concert ever, and it was Super Tramp. <laughs> and so I got to go see them play their album Breakfast in America live. And I'm like... I guess this is cool because it's my first concert, but you definitely just wanted to see Super Train. <laughs> like, this is why we're here. So you're, you're, you're doing good. So they actually asked for it, but I was like, yes. Yeah, it's perfect. Sweet. And, uh, and prop my dad. My dad, uh, you know, uh, hooked. He's Santa this year for them, so that's fantastic. Why would you? Okay, wow. Wow. 
Santa still exists. Have to bleep that out. Santa still exists. Okay. Santa's bringing other shit. I would hope so. Just not the switches. Make up for them crying. No. Okay. By the way, I saw Super Tramp at the Gorge. That was the sweet part. Oh, wow. Yeah, the Gorge in Washington. Yeah. That's beautiful. okay. Number that, two venue only to Red Looking Lines. back now, it's pretty sweet because Super Tramp is, is pretty. Yeah, it was at the freaking Gorge. Anything yeah. is awesome at the Gorge. So anyway, that's my number. I'm, I'm pumped. I can't wait to play. I'm going to, like, I'm going to get, there's got to be an NHL game. I'm totally going to get some sort of, there's got to be a hockey game. Oh my gosh, there's Switch, a hockey right? game. Yeah. You're going to, you're going to go off the deep and I'm excited. FIFA, like, you know, like I love sports games. Yeah. Anyway, so anyway, I like that's it. my number three, Nintendo Switch. All right. You're going, Christmas. you're going wholesome in a shocking turn of events. I am going the opposite direction. My third star of the week is going to Chris Paul, the point guard for the Phoenix Suns. So I don't know if you were aware of this, but Twitter lately has been going bananas. And Chris Paul got outed by Kanye West is saying that he caught him in bed with Kim. Chris Paul going to be a future, uh, he, you know, uh, Hall of Fame point guard, one of the best that we've ever seen play the game of basketball. And Kanye outed him as catching him in bed with Kim Kardashian. And I think it's, I mean, I'm laughing at it because I think it's hilarious, but Chris Paul is married. He does have a family, and of course, he gets out on Twitter, so Twitter goes fucking bananas, and I'm just sitting back with popcorn like the Michael Jackson gif, just just watching all the craziness go down. So my third star of the week goes to Chris Paul. Let me, first of all, that's, I didn't know this. Oh yeah, no, it was nuts. And 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 let me, let me channel my uh, former Top 40 morning show days mm-hmm. and give you my reaction to this is Please. um i first of all i love pop culture stuff i just are you gonna fucking tell me a story about you hanging out with chris paul and like playing a game of one-on-one or something no okay. but there's other celebrities <laughs> that i could do that no what i'm saying is, is I'm, I'm breaking this down right now number one i that's the least crazy thing that kanye west said in the past couple weeks no that is very true that's literally like no. out of the thousand things he said yes. that's 9.99 yes. and i'm trying to make this more about chris paul than make it about crazy kanye crazy also Yay, too whatever cheating is a scumbag move Yes. It's a scumbag move. Nobody knows the truth. But he's got the best defense for that. Mm-hmm. And that defense, which Chris Paul's pretty defensively minded, right? If correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, he, he plays good defense. Right, he does. But he, he literally is like, honey, who just said that? Yeah. Who said that? You're going to believe this guy? You're going to believe me? Kanye West, who yeah. is an uh, uh, apparently Nazi-loving, anti-Semite piece of shit? Yeah. He's, he's gone off the deep end for the past... Six months. Or are you going to believe me who just put up 30 and 15 against LA? Right, right. Cash and checks. Yeah. But also, number one is like, he's an insane idiot. He's just making shit up. That is yeah. not true. Also, it was weird because the tweet that went out about it, it looked like he got like a yearbook photo of him. Like the format was really strange. So anyways, my third my third star of the week goes to Chris Paul. I love that drama, but I also too think like Chris Paul's like, look, honey, I mean, and, and she's probably like, yeah, you're, you're probably absolutely correct. So, yeah. all right. So my third, my second star of the uh, the game, more wholesome shit, more wholesome shit, um, is my front yard. My front yard has turned okay. into the neighborhood football field and to the neighborhood soccer field. So and you're happy about that. I'm happy you're about cool it. You're cool with kids running around just fucking That's your shit That's why we have up. a lawn, dude. Like, I've never been the, like, perfect lawn guy, shocker. Okay. Um, you know, I like to have it, you know, cut and all that sort of good stuff, but... Uh, I would much rather have my kid in my front yard playing than running the neighborhood, you know, and not knowing where he is. So, like, I'm Fair. a big fan of it. So, so what we did is I had this in the garage for a little while, but I finally set it up. Is uh, we have no, na- we don't have any sidewalks in our neighborhood. We have these drainage ditches in the street. Sounds very safe. It's is uh, it's not unsafe. It's just annoying. Sounds and like some Mad Max territory. Dirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's just a lot, you know. There's a, it's a lot of shit in there. Snakes okay. and all that sort of stuff. Nice, um, very safe. In yeah. Also too, also too, in our neighborhood, we've got some neighbors who pour like to get like the keep the growth from coming in there. They just they literally like I found out they're just pouring um, uh, Roundup. 
into their ditch to kill the weeds. This is the most Louisiana thing I've ever. And I'm like, uh, and and my kids love to go look for frogs. I'm like, yeah. stay out of the ditches because we got people who are th- it's poison. In They're there. the reason why we have to colonize Mars, right? And I just I just go through and like cut it out. Like, what are you doing? That's just that's, that, do they do you not know yeah. that the the roundup goes to everybody's drainage ditch? This is like when I used to watch again stepdad reference. Watch him wash his hands with paint thinner after he got off work every day in the sink. Oh yeah, that's that's an yeah. that's a that's a solid dad. Movie. That's an old. School Long story movie. short, my front yard. We now have um, we have I've got up some like plastic setting uh, a netting right that's green so it blends in, but it blocks off the ditch. So they actually have like basically dasher boards. They uh-huh. have the bushes on one side nice. and they have. So we have an awesome. We should get ads going in your neighborhood for oh, the cracking pods. That's a good idea. I'm just saying. That's right a good by idea. your ditch where people dump. We their should sewage. totally do that. And anyway, so like I'm I'm pumped in my front yard and I'm a- actually mowed the lawn last night. Because we have zoysia grass, which like just sheds like a dog, and I had to like literally like get a bag of clippings up. Anyway, this is some epic wow. dad okay. stuff. We're, I'm pumped. <laughs> I would just say this: <laughs> the whole point of this is, if we had cold weather, uh huh. If we had freezing cold weather, I would be the insano dad that is just over the top with taking care of a shinny slash pond hockey. Mm-hmm rink in my backyard maybe like in your in your other life you're like a groundskeeper you're the guy who's like oh i'll paint the 50 yard line i'm getting maybe, there. maybe that was you. i'm getting there i know you're just you're working on, you're honing those skills so like my it. second star is my front yard all right my second star and i'm going wholesome here wow wholesome here is the crack and pod fam um every like uh everything's been great i think we're up to like 26 listeners on the podcast now so shout out to all 26 of you two of those um are me and jeff so really it's 24 uh, but no, we we sincerely appreciate every single one of you. Um, we're somehow about to hit like 2,000 on Twitter. Our Facebook is about to hit 1,000. And then also I have to shout out uh, an OG uh, Pod family member, uh, Jay, who started our, our own subreddit. So now I'm encouraging people to go onto Reddit and join our subreddit. So he started it. Um, it's just the Pod. if you go over to Reddit. I've already went in there. I created the thing. I honestly, like, I kind of stretch thin, and I don't really mess around with Reddit too much. I know just enough to, like, kind of lurk in the shadows and kind of read shit, but I never, like, really interacted. I literally had to Google, like, how to post on Reddit. But I went in there. I signed up for the thing. You should, too. And I was like, hey, everybody, it's Joey here, blah, blah, blah. Uh, please support Jay in this page. We'll drop in as often as we can and check in on everybody. But I think it's a good – because. For me, it's like the more communities for people, you know, to share stuff about the podcast and really about the team in general and hockey in general, uh, the better. And it's funny, too, because he makes a note in the page where it's like a Seattle Kraken slash Detroit Red Wings podcast page, which I thought was awesome. That was great. Because that's what we are, Detroit Red Wings podcast. Um, No, so please uh, go to Reddit if you're on there. Uh, Join the subreddit. We're going to be popping in as often as we can, but it's just a great uh, way for people that listen to the podcast and love the team to interact with each other. But just wanted to thank everybody in general because um, there are a lot of times where Jeff and myself get overwhelmed because at the end of the day, aside from producer Brandon, um, we're the ones kind of running with everything and it's been a lot, but it's, it's all good things. So good vibes only appreciate y'all and the crack and uh, the pod fam continues to grow every single week, which is bananas because we're just a couple of idiots. And to, to pile on and add on to what Joey just said, which I totally co-sign on that is it is awesome as like we are, you know, working on making this thing more. Whenever you interact with us, whenever you, you know, tweet or do like that's crazy to us that like somebody was so into our our our, our podcast. Spotify wrapped. 
That and that's the other thing is this, yeah. this, this, all the people that were sharing on Twitter the fact that we were in their most listened to podcast. Which I'm like, that blows my mind. Yeah, like, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, out of all the podcasts in the world, were your number one? I can't tell whether they thank you or like sign you up for BetterHelp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. They're like, I love listening to you. I'm going to do all these things. I'm like, what? You listen to us while you're doing like? It's just neat to like be a podcast fan and then have people. Do, so like, thank yes. you so much for no, that. That you. is that is super cool. Um, you know, really appreciate that. So. That's great. So, uh, my number one star. First star. I'm just going to go with hockey. I'm just okay. going I'm literally going with hockey. Wow, what a cop out. It is a cop out, <laughs> but like, I'm just really feeling it right now. The Kraken obviously are helping, right? But like, just in general, like, I'm very into everything that's going on in the league right now. I'm very obviously into the Kraken and, and how great they're doing. I love watching it. Just everything about hockey right now is fantastic. Like, I'm just, I'm just feeling it. Like, what, something what's sticking out to you aside from the Kraken right now that you're really enjoying I mean I know you caught the the Golden Knights taking down Boston last night but anything in particular right now that you're like like that you're following along story-wise in the NHL there's just so many little there's just so many little like dramatic things going around like the Pat Maroon versus the the Bruins broadcaster dude who called them out for you know basically they made fun of him for eating being fat yeah right and then Pat Maroon came around and was like uh, what and they raised money for like you know a, a, a mental health nonprofit mm-hmm. because of this dude right and then there's all these little just like little um just great things going on in the league. Like I think the league's in a really good spot in terms of uh, I think people are excited about it. Um, this week, actually, too, which I still got to find out if I got an extra ticket for you or not. There's a oh yeah, we need to figure this out. By the figure way, that shit out. Maya, by the way, uh, OG Kraken uh, Pod family member, she reached out and was like, "Hey, are you guys gonna do the thing in Baton Rouge?" I'm like, "I'm waiting on Jeff to give me the heads up because it sounds like he's gonna be rolling down there in a freaking Winnebago, wearing a backwards hat and getting having some brewskis and watching some hockey." It's true. I would love to join. So okay. let me know. So we're supposed to like check out the tickets today. I will let you know today about that. She's gonna go. Is Maya going to the game? It sounds like she's going, and she's like, if so, can we all link up? I'm like, absolutely, but I have no idea what's going on. Let me talk to Jeff. Okay, so let me find out what's up with that, and then, you know, the only thing is you got to drive across the lake to get in the RV to then come back and then drive across the lake, so there's all that. Okay. But anyway, um, yeah, I think uh, uh, I'm definitely going. So, like, just in general, the hockey vibes right now are high. I'm going to say this, though, is we because the we're talking about the Mississippi Seawolves mm-hmm. who play in Biloxi an hour away from here. Yep. And they – um. They are playing a couple of exhibition games in Baton Rouge to kind of gauge the attitude of hockey in Louisiana, which totally could happen. Yeah, and um, it's the the SeaWolves play through April, so we've got we should set something up where we go over there regardless to Biloxi. Okay, and we have a, a day where we go, you know, maybe do a little gambling in Biloxi because I got all those casinos there. We do some uh, hockey action. I want all of this. Maybe we see if there's, you know, I know there's, a, I know Maya, obviously, but there's some other uh, fans, I think a couple, one or two that are close by. So anyway, I think we should do something like that. It would be kind of fun to do. So long story short, no matter what happens this week, we've got to go see a Seawolves game. Just in general, I'm feeling the hockey vibes. My knee's feeling good. I feel like I'm going to start skating in the, the driveway again. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm excited about that. Cover you invest in a, uh, for Christmas, a new uh, uh, street hockey net, which I'm pretty pumped about. So just in general, my first star is hockey, and I'm, I'm feeling the love for hockey again, which many, many, many years I uh, did not necessarily feel as passionate as I did now because I live in a state where there's not much hockey. So We're going to will it back, damn it. Well, it's, just, it's really the Kraken Pod community, you know, just in general, the hockey community. You know, thank you for listening to this thing, and that's part of it too. So anyway, that's my first star. Yes, cop out, but I'm just, I'm just feeling it. feeling the vibes like right it. now. Feeling the vibes. Good vibes only. Yeah. Uh, my first star of the week is going to the University of Colorado and Dion. Prime time, 
Dion, Neon Grant, Neon Dion, Dion Sanders. Like, I'm so pumped I came in, I came in like enunciate everything correctly. So I went to the University of Colorado in Boulder. Um, I also was a videographer for the football team. I am at uh, most of the time has been very sad. A die hard, die hard Colorado Buffalo fan. While I was going to school there, I didn't miss a single game. Usually we're getting blown out by like 20, 30 points um, just in the stands, very drunk and very, very sad. I then took it upon myself to be a videographer for the football team for a year because it wasn't enough for me to suffer. Um, I had to also suffer and then see it firsthand every single week, multiple times a week. So um, I love this team. I love my school. Uh, them hiring Deion Sanders has made me so fucking jacked because it literally has flipped the program a 180 within 24 hours. I literally just got a text while we're doing this podcast. We just got a four-star offensive tackle. This kid's six eight, three hundred twenty no. pounds. You kidding? We have our, we have a five-star recruit commit uh, coming in. Within 24 hours of Deion Sanders going to the University of Colorado, we land a five-star commit. It's only the fourth five-star in our program's entire history. Like, that's how fast the culture is changing at the University of Colorado. He's cleaning fucking house. We're getting rid of all the coaches. He flat out. And it was a little controversial because he did tell the players. He basically was like, and listen, people are grabbing sound bites. I encourage you to watch the entire thing if you genuinely care. There's a a quote-unquote controversial thing that he said to the team where he was like, listen, I'm coming here and things are going to change and I want people that are going to be playing and are going to be outstanding dudes who can play football but also want to be outstanding men. And if you're not those dudes, hit the fucking transfer portal. And I love that because this is what we need. First off, our team last year was 1-11. They're not a good football team. The reality is they're probably going to get replaced with better players, but he does want the people that are committed to stick around. His whole point is, if you're not committed, don't stick around. And I think this thing gets said a lot in locker rooms behind closed doors. Um, it's one of those things that was said out loud and in public because he's a very public guy. And also, he's in the middle of filming a documentary, so it was being filmed at the time. Anyways, I'm fucking pumped. Uh, go Buffs. The Buffs are fucking back. I'm super excited. Um, already planning on going out there for some games next season. I'm just really, really – I've never been this excited for the football team in general – um, and I think really good things are happening. So go fucking buffs. Before I get into my thoughts on this, I got to ask you a, a question is, yeah. Okay. So I haven't, I, I, I know that he's been coaching at Jackson state. Yes. I, by the way, I spent a lot of time in Jackson, Mississippi. A lot of time. Is he, is he that good? Is he a good coach? It's, it's hard. So the sample size of him is small because he's only been a head coach for a couple of years, but here's the thing with him. He's Dion fucking Sanders. Like, he is, like, there are stars out there, and then there's, like, superstars that, like, will elevate every... Like, he's been described as a supernova. Everything he touches just gets elevated times a million, and that's what this school is bringing in. The reality is when it comes to, when it comes to college football in general, it's all about recruiting. This guy can get any kid anywhere at any time because he's Dion fucking Sanders. There's, there's a number of five-star recruits that have been previously committed to Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, LSU, whatever, that publicly have said, yeah, I've been committed to this school for like the past two years, but I just got a text from Dion Sanders, and now I'm going to go take a look at Colorado. Like, that's the power that he brings. And when it comes to actual coaching, I don't think he's fucking bad. He's been around football his entire life. The guy is a Hall of Fame player. Um, but he also is bringing on his own staff, and it's all about the staff you surround yourself with. And I'm really, really excited to see the staff that he brings on at Colorado. There's definitely going to be a learning curve. Like, you know, 
coaching at Jackson State and then coaching in the Power Five is a little bit different. But when it comes to talent and his ability to get people to rally um, and to get them in a mindset of winning, there's no one else better than him. So, okay. Well, you know, look, he's been coaching for a few years and he's just getting started in that journey. So yeah. he could become a really great coach. And, that, and that's, you know, I love that attitude and that, that thought there. Uh, of how he's coming in to clean house. That's that. That is how it should go. I, um, the the other things are, you know, with sports now. When you invest in big names, it's so much more than a sports decision. Oh, a million! It's percent. a business decision mm-hmm. too. You know, look at Cristiano Ronaldo. You yes. know, signing with the Saudi Arabian club that the news came out today. Yeah, two hundred million for. The, but that's that's not like you're not paying that dude for his just for his on field ability. No. you're paying for his five hundred million. I saw a great tweet. It's like, you're paying for his 500 million followers on Twitter. Yes. His this, his this, yes. his this. So, like, you're paying $200 million a year to this athlete, but you're going to generate probably two billions off of having yes. him on your team, right? Yes, yes, yes. So, kind of the same thing is like... It's an yes. all-encompassing thing. Yes. Are you, gra- are, you gra- are you grabbing Deion Sanders to change things around and change the culture of football, which I love him coming in and saying, get out of here if you're not into being a good, good man and a good football player? Um, I, I love that they're investing in their football team and they know bringing him in is going to get people fired up and they're going to buy merch and they're going to do this and they're going to go to games. They're going to sell tickets and they got to do it. They had to yeah. resuscitate the and program. And by the way, everyone and their freaking mother is renewing their season tickets. They said that as of this week, they will be sold out. Like that is how fast they are generating money. Donors are lining up to throw cash. He is generating tens of millions of dollars. And you'll love this. Here's a social media example. A couple of days ago before his hiring, the Instagram account for Colorado football was at 58,000. Um, so 48 hours since they've hired him, it's at 154,000. Jeez. They've gained almost 100,000 followers. And here's the thing, like social media thing, like it is very real. And also in this landscape, like the kids of that caliber, the caliber, like a four and five star player who can change a program. They also, a lot of them like the accolades, like the accolades. They want to be recognized. They like to have socials. They like to go on pages and be like, hey, y'all should get me up to 10,000 followers, blah, blah, blah. Guess what? Now we have the ability to do that because now all eyes are on Colorado and everything is blowing up and he can elevate you. What other coach has 1.4 million followers on Twitter? Deion fucking Sanders. Because anything he touches just gets elevated to another level. And that is a very real, very tangible thing that also can't really be measured. Like the program already has money pouring in. The school has money pouring in. And with this hire, like everyone's opening up their checkbook and I'm all, I'm here for it, man. So this is a good example of, of what three stars is all about is like the things that we're personally just like fired up about. And it also brings up a question as we know, this is a Detroit Red Wings podcast. Is yes. this now a Colorado Buffaloes podcast too? <laughs> I mean, Serious. It, it can be. No, but I mean like, I'm just fucking pumped, man. I've never been, th- I literally have never been this excited for the football team. Good for you. Ever. So I'm, I'm jacked. Uh, go bus. And by the way, the buffs are a wagon. So if anybody wants to come on the jump wagon, on. jump on, baby. We got the Kraken. We hopefully got the Seahawks making the playoffs. They're in the hunt. Oh, they're, they're making it. They're okay. And then we got the buff, the buffs. And um, my last two quick notes. Number one is when you first mentioned the word Buffalo like 10 minutes ago, yeah. I immediately thought of Yellowstone. Man, I love that show. Still haven't watched it. Oh, God. It's so good. It's, it's getting, some of the characters are getting a little old. It's like, come on, change, change, you really going to be that way the whole, every time that I see you? <laughs> it's just like, no, anyway. And then the, the second thing is, dude, guess what I just did today? What? I just you wrote a buffalo? No, I, I totally would love a, a, a bison or a bison, as Canadians say. Um, I re-signed up to be a coach in nice. flag football. Hell yeah! I, I'm in legacy mode now because I'm okay. going. I've I have 
uh, I got together with another coach mm-hmm. of a team that was me- like you know not that great, and uh, he had some players. I had some players. We took we You're took, swapping kids. We took the good. Ta- I took wow. the talent from our okay. team. Okay, because there were some kids that just didn't. So they, you made a pee. They didn't want to be transfer portal. I'm changing the culture. I'm changing the culture. Okay, I got my son signed up. I sent out the invites to the, the, the kids <laughs> on my team. I said, my coach code is this. Use this. Sign up. We're signing up for spring football. I'm coaching with this other guy. His name is also Jeff. Mm. So we got two co- coach, coach Jeff. sounds like two Jeffs getting together doing some Jeff shit. Doing some Jeff shit. Okay. So like football. This is a football podcast. Go Buffs. <laughs> I don't know what Go. team name we're going to get. Wait, wait. What team name are you going to get? You don't have the same team name every year? No, no. You get assigned a team. The same team. But you... Like, so we... So the... <sighs> We are not a legacy team yet, so I'm not sure. Uh, my- I like how you keep saying legacy. You're treating it like I played NCAA football, like you're in legacy mode. Oh, dude, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in this to win it. I'm in this for – I'm learning how to be a coach. I still suck. I got to yeah. learn how to be a good coach. Yeah. And I got somebody else to, like, work with me on being a good coach. So I gotta, I got, I'm pumped to have an assistant here. So this is awesome. So we're going to co-coach. So my, But uh, there are t- – so, like, the Ducks, and it's all college teams, right? So mm-hmm. the Ducks – are, like they're the same team every year because they've been the same team for like three years. Okay. Okay. So we got, as we were like all the, the leftover kids who signed up individually, we were the Hoyas, mm-hmm. which nothing against Georgetown. Georgetown. Does not get me excited about having, I don't want. The it's like Ho- a pit bull, right? Isn't that their mascot? It's a, it's a, not a pit bull. It's a, um, I think it's like a bulldog. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So it's a bulldog. Um, but like, it's just the, if it was, if we were called, there is a bulldogs team like Mississippi, mm-hmm. um, Mississippi state. And, but so we're the Hoyas, which is like, that's not intimidating. He's coming from a Tigers team. Oh, so I would, I would take the top because there's 50 different Tigers. But everyone LSU Tigers. Right. But there's all, it's actually Auburn too. Cause there's two, there's actually two Tiger teams in our league. Oh, okay. So anyway, I'm I'm pumped. I I want, I hopefully we drop the Hoyas and we go Tigers new era. New coaching style. I like it. You know, I'm recruiting kids. We're literally, we are literally recruiting kids. Like you're on the recruiting path right now. I am. Okay. So like I'm pretty you got the much transfer portal open. I've got up. five thousand Twitter followers. Okay. And Deion Sanders has one point five million. Yes. I'm on the way. Yeah. I'm so coming. Invest in the t- <laughs> the Kraken Pod official sponsors. Official sponsors won't charge us shit. It's free. Yes. But can the Kraken Pod? Can I? Can you sponsor our? Flag football team this year? Yeah, of course. Can't get you Dasher, on any, dashboards on neighborhood. Can't get you a sign. Can't get you on jerseys. Can't get you anything. Just in okay. just in spirit only. Will you sponsor? Yeah. Will the Kraken? Do you spot? want me to show up drunk at a game wearing a hat? Yes. Okay, I can do that. I will get you. I will get you our team swag, and you will just drunkenly. I'll wear it. I'll just show just up. Flame the other people team. Be like, why is there a grown man showing up watching kids play football? Isn't that kind of weird? And he's like, oh, it's fine. I'm a grown man. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, we'll, I'm, I'm pumped for the buffs, and I'm sure they're, they're going to I'm pumped for your kill team. Them. I'm excited. Well, I'll let you know, so that'd be a good thing. So anyway, that is our, our three stars. Uh, let us know what was in your three stars. Hit us up on the socials, at Kraken Pod. We're all over the place. We're having fun. Reddit, Reddit, the Kraken Pod Reddit. Go and there, Reddit, so join that. My debate on Reddit is, do I want to become an admin using my actual Reddit account, which I use a lot, which so is, people can look at my history and shit? What's your... Just, I can't just, tell you that. I'm not sure if I'm if I'm comfortable with that yet. Okay, that's fine. But also too, I'm in some other Kraken <laughs> subreddits where I'm like slyly putting our name out there. I was too, and, not then, I got, and, then, I, and then I got banned. <laughs> well, you got to put like 90 percent of other shit in there, then stuff about us. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. A, anyway. no, I was going all us, and then being like, "What do you mean I can't promote this podcast?" Yeah, that's Fuck all I'm you. here to do is just promote. Yeah, it's in the rules, the subreddit rules. Sorry, sorry, sorry for working. No self promotion. Yeah, sorry for uh, hustling. 
Anyway, anyway, all right. So uh, on Reddit, on the socials, thank you very much for listening to this show. We love your reviews. We love you participating and being there for us. I think the Kraken are having a, uh, a great week. I think big night tonight against the Canadiens. Shane Wright scores that first goal. We're going to take that big Kraken energy through the week, and we will talk to you next week. So have a great week. Thank you for listening. Joey, take it easy, and we will leave you with our Chirp of the Week. Chirp of the Week, what this this is, is is basically trash talk on the ice. There's a lot of it this season. I love it. This is what the on-ice mics have picked up for this week. Have a great one. Enjoy your Kraken Pod Chirp of the Week. You got your fucking longboard down here, 2-3? You got yoga pants under your gear or what?